guys, welcome to the United Podcast. My name is TJ, and there's Dan. Colin uh, is off tonight. It's his wife's birthday. Happy birthday, Steph. Yeah, Not that's that a I priority. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, w- would you rather hang out with your friends and talk about the Giants or spend time with your wife on her birthday? Yeah, I mean, this is this is like insanity, right? What was the what was the? Yeah. I, I heard a couple of uh, versions of that for Tommy DeVito, but yeah, this is this is the peak content creation period for us losers that talk about the Giants with nothing yeah. else to talk about. What what what, uh, what have you heard? Uh, nicknames for Tommy, uh, Tommy Cutlets. Linsan- no, like what do you mean, like Linsanity? I heard I some heard version of it, like with the you know taking his name, Cutlet and Insanity. Sanity or yeah, yes, sir. I, I, yeah, Tom uh, Sanity. Yeah, Guido Sanity. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Guido Sanity. <laughs> <laughs> really stupid. Um, but yeah, Collins. Collins missing out. I, I think he can't stomach it because. You know the the savior of New York football isn't an Irishman. It's it's a Paisan. Yeah, that's that's really Pi- sanity. Paisan sanity. Pasta Pi- sanity. sanity. I, I like it. <laughs> I like it either way. Um, as usual, guys, please follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us on. I said Twitter again. You can follow us on X, Twitter, the cesspool um, at BB Possibilities with a Z. Dan, did you happen to catch the Elon Musk, uh, Adam, Al- yes. Alex Jones, Vivek Ramsway? Oh. Uh, Vivek Ramsway, uh, Twitter Spaces the other day. Oh no, I thought I thought you were talking about like that uh, that interview he did uh, like last week with with an actual journalist that went oh. insane. Um, but no, that sounds like a, a hellscape. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh wait, I'm sorry. Andrew Tate was also on it. And oh my, excuse God. me. So they were having a, a a real conversation with that man. Apparently, they were having a all conversation so, together. I can only imagine what they were talking about. Oh my god, dude! Probably nothing. It's probably just, <laughs> just people yelling over each other. But oh. yeah, Elon Musk is great. You know, um, I'm so happy that I owned Twitter stock when he bought it, and I don't own it now because it would just be the worst stock of all time to be per- Yeah, be like yeah. worth a penny right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd be supporting like the biggest cesspool in the in, on the internet. Yeah, that's why um, I only buy Lockheed Martin stock. <laughs> all right anyway. an ethical investor exactly that yeah. um let, let's hop into uh the giants beat the packers last night it was it was fun you know you know I, I know that we were and especially on this podcast we're very you know pro tanking to get a draft pick we really want to move on from daniel jones um but i have to say another thing we always used to stress on this pod is that we wanted to watch fun football and that's mm-hmm. really what we wanted and you know what despite the fact that we lost draft position last night it was a fun game to watch um, the whole Tommy DeVito thing is fun. It, it, it feels good to root for the Giants again. It feels like there's something happening um, that that couldn't happen with with you know wide-eyed Daniel Jones um, as your quarterback. <laughs> Relax your eyes. <laughs> Number, El Jefe is the best. That is the, I, I, if anyone's seen that video where El Jefe pretends to be a reporter. Um, uh, and and uh, yeah, he's asking Ditto Jones questions. The first thing he says, it's okay. You can relax your eyes. I was, oh, it's so funny. <laughs> Make me laugh Hefe's forever. gotten better and better, which is awesome to see. Like yeah. he, he I, two years ago, he came out and it was pretty good. And, and he's just gotten better. So props to him, man. Yeah. Check um, them out. New, uh, New York Revival podcast, I believe they're doing. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Check them yeah. out. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, you're exactly right. You know, 
we have been, you know, finding some vindication these days with the performance of a random guy in the street being the quarterback of the Giants doing better than Daniel Jones, which has been great. Um, but at the same time, fighting with the desire to land one of these top prospects in the draft, which would set us up for a future of more fun times, ostensibly. Uh, um, so I've been feeling very conflicted. Plus, I have all this like Italian stuff going on, which I should on one hand like, but I also hate because it's so corny and cheesy and a cash grab. Um, so like I have a lot of emotions. So what I, I actually made a list of like the good and the bad, like a pros and cons list. And I thought maybe that would be like a good way to talk about this because I'd love, yes, I'd love to. There's so much going on, and I I just can't get it sorted. <laughs> yeah, um, are you talking about like the uh, like the 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 high five? That, oh God, that, dude, that, that made me. I was just like, this is too much. Just like too much. Everybody doing it, like 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 this is like it happens. Like it's a thing. Like it's a real thing that people do or did. But it's not like you know people think. Oh, I can go like this. Like I'm a, I'm a real Italian now. Um, <laughs> So hey, there's stupid. an emoji for that, so it must be popular. I feel like that's been around for a while, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. You know, um, it's it's a, it's a it's a I don't know what this means either. I'm not. I mean, I'm not Italian at all. Yeah. Um, I just uh, always you know associate that with uh, you know guys who look like Tommy DeVito's agent. It's like a uh, you know presumably it's just a point a of emphasis. Chicago gangster yeah. from the 1950s who went to a time machine to uh, represent Tommy DeVito and that came to the game last night. Dude's from Boston, so uh, no affiliation. He doesn't count. Um, anyway, okay. So I think I think maybe let's try to look at this through, through the lens of, of a pro and con. And this is how I'm sorting my emotions. Um, so obviously, maybe we don't spend too much time on this one right away. We'll get we'll come we'll circle back. But the obvious con is is losing our draft position yeah. uh, due to the success. But you alluded to it as well. We want to have fun. And this could be one of the most fun things that happened to the team, in my opinion, since Odell Beckham you know, made that yep. catch. I agree. Um, um, but the more substantive pro of this that I think would be interesting to talk about, um, like this is I view as like 1A and 1B. 1A is the coaching job Brian Dable did and not losing his team through all of this with all the muck raking, all the stuff, the division that was being stirred between him and wink um, just being horrendously bad for the entirety of the first three quarters of the season. But the fact that the team is still playing together and they seem to like each other and they seem to like playing with each other um, just speaks volumes about him as a coach, the way he's kept this team together and also provides me comfort that he is not going to be, in the hot seat at all for the foreseeable future, no matter what happens this season or even the next season um, for his ability to keep this team together. And I always thought that was the most important thing was keeping Joe Shane and Brian Dable um, comfortable within this franchise. Um, so that, that is, that is a, a pro of all that's happening with these wins, despite losing the draft position. What do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more. And I, I think DeVito also has something to do with it. It's not just Dable. Um, I think, you know, DeVito has, right. the guys, yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Got, you know, he's, he's got, he's got the swag. The guys are behind him, but yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you. It would be so easy to have lost the locker room throughout the course of this year. And I think, you know, a couple wins are definitely going to help you, but even if they lost out, I think that what Dable and Shane are doing and the culture they brought in um, can supersede kind of having this, you know, bad season, whether or not last year was an aberration or not, they still want a playoff game. Um, obviously, you know, Dable said it the best things are better when you're winning. 
You know, it's like yeah. owning a business. When you're making money, everybody's happy. When you're not making money, everybody's miserable. So, you know, it's it, it's just it's just business, basically. Um, but yeah, I, I, another thing that I think that you brought up yesterday about the coaching that is interesting to me is that Daniel Jones probably made Dable look like a worse coach than he actually is. Because mm-hmm. once you have all of a sudden you have a guy who has confidence and you know maybe a little bit better of an IQ than Daniel Jones, you start to see that what they can scheme up gets people open and you don't necessarily need to have, you know, Joe Burrow behind center. You know, you made a good point, you know, look at what Brock Purdy's doing with Shanahan. And I, I, you know, I I made an argument too, that I think Mike McDaniel is better at scheming dudes open than Tua is at quarterback. So I think, Mm -hmm. you know, if if you really look at, at draft position wise anyway, maybe the giants don't need, number one or number two quarterback. Maybe Dayball can scheme an offense and uh, and Kaffee can scheme an offense where, you know, as long as we have a solid protection and solid skill position players that, you know, we can have success with a guy who might not be a complete stud at quarterback, which, you know, frankly, they're doing right now with yeah not a great supporting cast. Yeah, no, that was that was my, my 1B uh, yeah. of, of yeah. the pro was this has – clarified i think what we've been noticing when we read people far smarter than us on giants twitter or whatever is is they're saying not the on giants are, twitter no one's smarter on there's giants. some there's like there's like three um there's like three like, momo in mom's basement he's my favorite <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking about the tape crunchers tj i'm talking about the guys that, that watch oh, the, that, that the like, real guys try, yeah 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 um they've been saying all all season long is like the the guys are open like our wide receivers are getting separation they're they're available They've been highlighting, you know, guys basically standing there wide open and just not getting the ball thrown to them. And then now we're seeing with, like you said, someone with a little bit of confidence or willing to push the ball or, or throw, you know, beyond the numbers or, or, or whatever it might be, you know, chunk plays, touchdowns, scoring in the first half, even in the first quarter sometimes, um, which just, again, shows everyone that, the coaching isn't the issue, I don't think, or at least the scheming and, and playing isn't the issue, um, which gives me confidence again, moving forward and relieves some of that pressure of getting one of those top two guys. Like you said, maybe in this draft, we can, you know, not even a, a Jaden Daniels type. Maybe there's someone that you look for. And it's the flavor of the day, like the Brock Purdy mold, but someone that is highly intelligent, accurate, and, uh, you know, maybe he's got some wheels would be nice. I've got a list we can go through later of sort of like these tier three quarterbacks and get some impressions on, but mm-hmm. the ability of this offense to function over someone like <laughs> Tommy DeVito, which was a, a, a hilarious tweet. I think it was, was like Jeremy Schatz or Schatz or something, or one of those like analytics guy was like this Thomas Tommy DeVito story would be a lot better if, if Tommy DeVito was good. Um, <laughs> Cause he's, Credit where credit's due. Like we, we could talk about him a bit. He's playing, I think, exceptionally well um, for our expectations. He's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. He's getting better every week. Um, but our comparison point is Daniel Jones, which is point three on my list, is the vindication that we're experiencing right now with Daniel Jones looking worse and worse with in conversely to every time Tommy DeVito looks better and better. The man has paid $160 million over four years. Tommy DeVito 
was playing at like the high school down the street last week for for me, you know. Don um, Bosco, baby. <laughs> essentially, what a name. love that. Don Bosco prep. Um, but uh, yeah, so the genius of Dable Kafka, ability to put in someone like Tommy DeVito, um, just has to give us as a fan base confidence moving forward that if we get some sense of professional play at the quarterback position, we should be in good shape and could build a really quality team that can compete always. If we're competing now, albeit the NFC is pretty bad, you know, with some skilled position player there, we're going to have a fun time no matter what. Um, and hopefully get some guy that's, that's like got a brain in their head. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, the Giants turned the ball over twice too, which I think, you know, if you're a team like the Giants with an undrafted rookie quarterback and you're not good, basically, and then you turn the ball over twice, there's no reason they should have won that game. Just the yeah. fact that, that you know, they played so well. And the DeVito didn't get sacked one time, which yeah. he was getting mauled the last few games. Yeah. So, And I didn't even think the offensive line had particularly had a good game. Um, DeVito just, you know, has pocket presence. And he, you know, is developing that. Like Climb you said, the ladder getting, in the pocket. Yeah. He's getting better every game. Yeah. And, you know, this. I think he, you know, this is the most rushing yards he ever had in his career in a game. I'll be at, you know, that's like four games, but still, I mean, you know, 70 yards is fine down the ground. I know his, you know, his yardage for the air wasn't impressive, but it was more so the moments that he, he did those things in. Um, and, you know, the guys around him pumped him up too. you know, Wandale had, you know, the best game of his career. I thought making that sick catch, uh, the third hero catch at the end of the game, um, mm-hmm. bailout was probably a bad throw. Um, I know Jalen Hyatt was a little quiet, but um, Hodgins, man, what about that throw at the end of the game? That that the corner corner end zone throw when he was yeah. rolling out that was Daniel Jones. I, I haven't seen anyone. No, dude. No. No. Daniel Jones would have thrown it out of the back of the end zone to, because he didn't want to throw an interception or taken a sack. Most likely, um, I don't think he would ever got to that read. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I, no. I, Tommy okay. DeVito's not not the answer for the Giants, but Daniel Jones definitely isn't. And like you said, vindication. I felt vindication for a couple weeks now because yeah. I've already seen that Daniel. I knew we we knew Daniel Jones was bad for no, four but it's not years. It's like it's the rest of the world is joining us. Yeah, yes, exactly. yeah. yes. Stan and Sharp and you know whoever Jeff Saturday and and everyone is is finally you know Daniel Jones can't hide anymore under blaming yeah. the surrounding pieces. It's all um, the same players. And, and even if the, the argument's got to stop, like, well, the team's a lot better than it was at the beginning of the season, it's like, fine. But do you really think Daniel Jones would be playing considerably better than Tommy DeVito is now? No. I don't think there's a, a gap justifying a contract that he has for the for the way he'd be playing with his team right now. Let's Unless he's playing at, like, yeah, an elite level, which he wouldn't be. Yeah, don't um, even say the gap between him and Devito. It can could Daniel Jones play up to the money he's being paid? There's no, no chance. No. And you know, Dan, I'll ask you, what do you think next year? Is there a legit QB competition, or is because you're paying Jones forty million dollars that he is going to be the starter again? There has to be. I mean, I think there has weird. to be a QB competition. Yeah, there has to be, right? Yeah, because the offense was anemic under under Daniel Jones, and. If he's able to shake it and learn from Tommy DeVito and play more like Tommy DeVito, <laughs> maybe there's a competition, dude. He's just he just wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing. Uh, I, there's there's nothing else to say. Like, um, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty clear. Which leads me to my next point. Like, this has been the other pro- hilarious. This is 
objectively hilarious. A, a, a more perfect storm for our fan base couldn't happen. Yep. Um, Tommy DeVito's winning over the locker room. His family's winning over the, the parking lot. Um, it's 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 fun to see. Um, no, I think you sent the tweet yesterday to me. It's just like you couldn't you couldn't remanufacture or pay to get this amount of like yeah. you know notoriety for being you know a, an undrafted rookie. It's just yeah. a, it's just a good story. People just like the local kid stories, winning games, and he's a legend you know, for the rest of his life. He's yeah. got he's got a personality. I, I mean, exactly. That you know what? It's not even come back drive just, in the fourth quarter. Come on, <laughs> but great. it's also. Again, underlines the lack of personality of Daniel Jones, man. Yeah. Like, Tommy DeVito probably has – to be honest, I don't think he has, like, an exceptional personality. I think he just got a New Jersey accent and people lean into his him being Italian. Um, and that juxtaposed to, like, the the N- NPC. Is that what they call it? Non-playable I, character I, I that Daniel Jones that. is? Yeah. Um, it's just like, oh, this is – football can be fun. We don't have to watch a guy be like, oh, I got to play better every week. You know, like having a quarterback with a tiny bit of swag, whatever it might be, it might be six foot tall Italian American swag, like Anthony Richardson, like seven foot tall, like monster swag. Like it doesn't matter. Just have some, some like style, have some, have some like ability to, to make it fun. You know, yeah. people, people play better when they're having fun, you know, losing and being miserable. You don't go out there and give your all. I mean, yeah. I'm not a football player, but I'm a human being. So I could imagine, you know, being in a similar circumstance and, you know, it's it's just fun. I'm just having yeah. a great time being a Giants fan again for yeah. once. And did you see them you know, embrace at the end of the game, Tommy and, and Dable. Sure did. That was great to I, see. I like to see. Yeah, you know, Dable yeah. does look like a miserable shit for week after week, and it makes me sad because last year, you know, when he was doing his pressers and all that, he was always such a jubilant guy and trying yeah. to be nice. And he's just his attitude has changed a bit. Because um, <laughs> everyone's talking shit losing. on him all year, yeah. and he's like, yeah. Daniel Jones, man, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't come outright come yeah, out and say yeah, actually yeah, yeah. actually guys daniel jones sucks and i don't know why we paid him maybe Give we should have re-signed saquon yeah. not that they should have but but he's been you know he's been putting well too. yeah i mean you know um except for- i think i think with the offensive line we have you know it's good to have a elite running back i'm not saying that you need one but um yeah. it's been helpful for this team it's been helpful for devito he had a he's been having a couple good weeks which is you know, I'm sure happy for the yeah. fantasy owners out there. Um, I'm not one of them, but I yeah. would have had him on my bench most of the season. <laughs> for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. We don't talk about fantasy. <laughs> unless unless we can get rid of the, the remaining three listeners we have to this pod. Uh, <laughs> I think I think uh, the other other, you know, huge winner unrelated to Tommy DeVito and, and the offense you know, doing stuff, you know, we wouldn't want any of these games straight up if the defense wasn't crushing right now. Yep. Um, and, you know, maybe, maybe the metrics or the stats don't uh, bear it out specifically, but the number of turnovers we're causing um, just makes it super hard for any team to beat us. When we're getting that many turnovers, we're getting pressure on the quarterback. Um, and that's Wink Martindale. And that's, you know, Dable's next conquest, right? It's he got the team to stay bought in and now he's got to keep Wink in house, I think. Um, there's, you know, I don't think it was as bad as people say, but I, I still think there's probably some sort of 
you know, divide between the two of them or animosity. It's probably not the, the smoothest relationship at this point, but um, if they're able to bridge that gap, I think it would be awesome for the team to have that stability in the defensive quarter position, you know, albeit he gets hired somewhere else um, for a head coaching job. But I think, I think they can do something special next year with an improved talent and uh, having him, you know, continue to develop these players. A lot of the guys are playing really well on the defense under his tutelage. So um would really like to keep him on the team. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, he said he doesn't want to be a head coach. I don't know if that's true yeah. or not, but I, I think, you know, when you're making a business decision, maybe they're not best buddies, but they're producing. Hmm. And, you know, you're an offensive minded head coach and, and your def- defense and your coordinator are producing week in and week out. Despite the fact that maybe you, you ruffling some feathers or what it is, you stick with success if you want to be successful in, in, in the football and in whatever else. Like you don't just, get rid of someone because you have a personality, you know, thing with them. And, you know, I, I just think there's so much upside for Wink. And especially if you look at how well Deontay Banks has been playing, especially, you know, last night, if you want to call it a breakout game or not with 12 tackles and, you know, that one pass defense in the end zone was just, you know, amazing play. He's, hmm. he's quietly been having a fantastic season. I think he's going to get better and better. I think, you know, it has to do with Wink's tutelage and especially like in the man coverage and stuff like that, you know, that's Wink's scheme. You know, he, he's, developing banks to be you know a top corner in the nfl yeah. and i think the people around him the other players in defense i think there's a lot of great talent dexter lawrence i mean the fact that he's not number one in pro bowl voting is absolutely insane the guy's a monster he's so Consistent. great i think you know just the fact that uh shane signed him and thomas to long-term deals you know that that's the best move of giants gm has so made good. in ages so Thibodeau is, is, a, is breaking out even you know not that i think Aziz Ujulari is is a is the answer as a starter. He's definitely a rotational player in the league, but he even had a good game. I mean, there's plenty of yeah. guys on the defense that can step up, and you know, there's plenty of spots on the defense where you could up improve too. Um, but yeah, they you know they've hit on some draft picks and they've hit on some free agency, and it's been it's been good to watch. And and I don't think you you go ahead and change that just because out of the blue you're like, uh, I don't like you. Seems yeah, like, seems, <laughs> seems like immature. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I. I, I understand the concept of when things get as bad as, as they are or, or more likely were, um, you know, when the team was, was two and seven or whatever, um, <clears throat> things just start to leak and break and people start pointing fingers. It's inevitable, especially when you have such sort of meddlesome uh, personalities in the media that are somehow probably tied to the, to the ownership. Um, things can get ugly fast. Um, but I think, you know, at least for us on the podcast, we had always thought that Wink was doing a lot with, with the defense and it was just impossible to, to, to be, uh, statistically successful defense when, you know, you're, if you ever get the, the ball turned over, you know, you're back on defense within like three minutes because the offense can't stay on the field. Um, the amount of opportunities that other teams are getting against them was just too much to, to battle at points. Um. But I, I, you know, like you said, I think to me they're playing well and people are getting better, which is amazing to see that development. I just look. Deontay Banks led the team in tackles last night. He had twelve tackles. Yeah, yeah. twelve tackles. In, cl- yeah. in addition to like those like jaw dropping, uh, you know, coverage plays where he—that's <coughs> the Giants okay. bandwagon right there. Yeah, some uh, some 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 chode truck outside. Jamoke. Noise. Some um, 
but like some of those plays he made in coverage were like, oh, you you are the real deal. And mm-hmm. um, that's awesome to see. Kayvon gets better and better. Um, and, and Dexter Lawrence played like 20 snaps and had a sack and like five hurries. Like he's just unbelievably <laughs> he's good. The best I mean, dude in the world. Yeah. Um, and then there was a there's a time DeVito Dexter Lawrence uh like Snapchat or whatever from the locker room, which was which was hilarious to see. Oh um, man, I think uh Dexter Lawrence should go to Tommy at the next Hoagie uh Hoagie signing he does. Uh this, and I think he did one uh yeah. one on Saturday or something like that. <laughs> I like I love that he's just doing hoagie shop uh signings. He'll and do what whatever they call man. A hoagie in Jersey. Is that that's like a I don't think they yeah, that's like maybe Southern Jersey. Maybe he's in South Jersey doing that. Um, around around me, I, I guess I don't really know what they call them. Not a wedge. Tell you that. That's what I call. Yeah, I mean, that's what we call them, right? Um, that's like very Westchester specific. Is it? Yeah, wedge. But now that I've lived in the city for a long time, I just say hero. Hero. Yeah. Yeah. You know, say give give me the Aki way. Is that what you say or? <laughs> Chop cheese uh, on a hero. <laughs> the Aki way. Um, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to, I like going to the bodega and getting a sandwich for $18. Love news. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. All right. So those are my, those are my pros. Um, and the cons are essentially draft position, um, sort of un- uncertainty at the quarterback position moving forward. Just unless we draft someone, which we should. Um, and I still still think we'll be malpractice if we don't. Um, and the stupid representation of Italians across America. Um, all right. First of all, I love the stupid representation of Italians across America. Um, this is what me number- and Mark have been fighting against our whole lives. Well, from, you know, uh, Somers, now- the-, <laughs> what? <laughs> the most Italian town of all time. I was just trying to think about who State was Italian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, section A. Section uh, one. Class A. Class A, Section One, class State A. Champs. Well, Section One is is our area. Just okay. Class A, it's Class A State Champs. Class A State Champs. Yep. Somers, New York. Um, yep. I'm show there's plenty of Italian kids on the team. <laughs> what say? No. Um, when I think about draft position now, though, I'm not. I, I, you know, when we were when when we were losing, losing, and I was like, man, when we lost the Patriot or when we beat the Patriots, I was I was unhappy because, you know, we were in such was- a time spot to get to get. What are, what are may, could be like you know one of the best one two on the top of the draft in quite some time. I've sort of you know resigned to the fact that the Giants probably aren't going to be in the number one or number two pick position at this point. Um, it's very unlikely. Um, I mean anything's possible, yep. but whatever. I, um, Barring a trade up, yeah, yeah, and 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 you know that depends on my next point. I I don't think that we should be in a position to trade multiple firsts to move up in this draft, despite yeah. the fact that you know the Giants maybe do need a quarterback. I think you know going back to what we had talked about, you know, with this coaching staff, maybe a guy in the third round or second round is a little more likely. And I think that with the dearth of wide receiver talent at the top of this draft and just such a glaring need for a number one wide out, I think that the Giants, you know, might be poised dearth to of wide receiver. Dearth. I meant the opposite of plethora. Plethora, plethora. Excuse me. Yes. The plethora of. <laughs> right. I was like, well, we have way different reads on this. Draft. Yeah, my bad. The plethora of, uh, yeah. of wide receivers up top. You know, Malik Neighbors being a guy who I've been watching a lot of uh, film or not film highlights on. I feel like when you say you watch film, it, it, it means something more. I watched YouTube highlights on him. Um, 
He looks good. And, you know, also there's a lot of O-line too um, where the Giants could be picking. So, you know, if if it's not, you know, Mayor Williams, I think that there's other positions um, of value where the Giants could potentially be picking, which at this point, maybe eight to 10, Um, you know, Jaden Daniels is maybe the exception if he does fall. Um, I, I wouldn't be against picking him in the first round, but at this point, I think there's just holes, man. And, and there's plenty of, there's plenty of talent and there's plenty of, you know, upside to picking best player available and not trading your future yeah. away or, or picking a quarterback, you know, out of position. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get that. Uh, but yeah, forcing a quarterback in the first round, maybe not, but I do think they need to come out of the draft with one of these top five ish, uh, six ish quarterbacks, because even even if it is a competition with Daniel Jones, you need a good backup. I mean, and Tommy DeVito would be a great backup to have um, behind a good starter, not a great backup to have behind a starter that gets injured every season and isn't very good to start with like Daniel Jones. Um, I think it'd be hilarious that Tommy DeVito is just like the resident backup quarterback for the next 10 years. Um, but I think, I think like, I mean, I hope he holds the clipboard for the end of his life. Yeah. 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 He'd be great at it. Um, and great in the locker room. Uh, but I think uh, of those other quarterbacks, I would take Jaden Daniels in the top 10. I think based on his production and skill set, that there is way too much upside to leave that on the table for a team that desperately needs a quarterback like the Giants do. He can, he can, he can throw, he can throw, he can run. He um, has showed accuracy and ability to, 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 to make all the tough throws. I, I get the sort of knock on him is that his surrounding cast is so excellent at LSU with the wide receivers that he has. Um, but the combination of skill set there, I think given what, Brian Dable and Brian and Kafka are doing with Tommy DeVito. It would be awesome to see what they do with someone with true talent like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 6'4", 210 pounds. He's slight, but he's shown that he can put on, put on weight. Um, so he's not, you know, like drafting what's his name from the, the Panthers. Uh, uh, Bryce Young, Young, Bryce Young, uh, who's five foot nine. Like there's a lot to like in it. And, you know, my concern is that, he's going to go before we get him if we, you know, stay at like pick eight. Um, but beyond that, you know, given again, the success of this offense with someone that's mildly competent, I think if the, the offensive uh, player personnel people and the coaching staff finds a quarterback that they think is a fast processor is smart, does have the instincts that we need um, in one of these guys like JJ McCarthy or Penix or, or whoever else, I, I do not want Bo Nix. I don't care what, what they think of him. He does not have any of the skills uh, I want. What do you think about uh, what do you think about Sanders? So I'm curious. <coughs> we haven't talked about him at all. I I would love that. I don't know if he's coming out. If he comes That's out, true. I think That's true. I think he is in the mix arguably for thir- for number 3 quarterback. Um again, he's got he's he seems to have everything you want. Um and uh I, I would I would take him over you know anyone other than Jaden Daniels perhaps I think that that's something that people smarter than me that know what they're talking about would have to figure out, um, but I just think I, I'm so tantalized by the idea of having a really talented quarterback in this offense how fun that would be so I, I think they have to take that shot if there's a guy they like um, 
And then we have the other, the other additional draft capital. We have two high second round picks. Yep. We can get an offensive lineman and a defensive player. We can get two offensive linemen. We can get a, a, an offensive lineman in the second and the fourth. Like there are ways to do this. Um, <clears throat> we really get another wide receiver. Trade. <laughs> yeah. Hard. It's working out great, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're just losing and losing. Um, yep. So I think, I think, we are in a position where outside of quarterback we are looking the, I don't think there's a position of dire need or a position that, ha- that requires high draft capital to get, you know, it'd be nice to get another cornerback, but I think if we get a second round cornerback, there are a few in that ra- in that high end of the second round that would be viable starters. Um, I think another wide receiver, I wouldn't, wouldn't hate in the, in the, with one of our second round picks or third round pick. Um, but we, we need a quarterback and we need another offensive lineman that can start yeah. as a rookie. Agreed. Um, and that, that should be two of the first three picks in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 there, there's other guys too. I like, um, you know, I like, I like the guy from Texas Ours. he's got a great arm, um, which is nice. And, and, you know, I like, I like the kid from Georgia too. He seems like a smart dude. Um, but I agree that, you know, I'm not saying the Giants shouldn't draft a quarterback, but I, I think in the first round, it just seems like a stretch. I mean, obviously it's so early and we don't know where we're going to, you know, our yeah. draft picks really going to end up, but this is barely preliminary talking, but obviously yeah. we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, let's talk about Kadarius Tony for a minute. Can we please? Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 before we do that, can I just do shout outs to guys that played really good this week? Please. Wandell Robinson. Great. Dexter Lawrence, Kayvon Thibodeau, Andrew Thomas. Big fan. Um, playing awesome. Love to see it. That's what that's what you need from those people. Okay. Yeah. Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Baloney. Nice. Um, no, okay, so I, I, I thought this was really funny. I don't really want to talk about Mahomes because I don't care. But no. I just like really have been enjoying um, the clown show that he has been putting on the last few weeks. And it just gives you vindication. Um, you know, you spent a first round pick on him. You got a third back for him. And, you know, when we trade, when when we did that trade, you know, Chiefs fans not they fleeced us, but it's been quite the uh, opposite of that. If it were Kadarius Tony single handedly lost two games for that team, and uh, I think this, I sent Dan and, and Colin a message that I think his whole team hates him because Travis Kelsey and him did the coolest play of all time, and Kelsey <laughs> didn't even go up and say what up, so didn't even like dap him up. He just walked away. Yeah, yeah. Who likes he's, this guy? He's oh, by the way, man. I want to see one more thing. Is that I. Saw I forget who was doing it. If it was Orlovsky, maybe was breaking down. He wa- he said he watched every snap that Tony went on, and he showed four separate snaps where he was a, a past the line of scrimmage. So they only yeah. called it once, and it happened four yeah. times. And then yeah, I think like, last night they showed they showed a, a few shots, or at least one I saw of um like Jalen Waddle or something on on the Dolphins also lined up in like the same exact spot. It's something that doesn't get called very often, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's you know, insane. Um, you broke the rules. Yeah, the guy's the guy's a clown. Where are I just realized he never had eyebrows, did he? He doesn't have eyebrows. I don't know. You don't know because he's always got that hood over his head. <laughs> he just looks like a like a cartoon character or something. Like like he, 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 just, he looks like yeah, he looks like a villain. Or so, like every time I, I I every time I see his face, I'm like, I'm alarmed. Something is just like <laughs> striking <laughs> about him. Just like oh Jesus, like it's unsettling. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I I don't normally take pleasure in uh, you know the failure or, or of others, but being that Kadarius Tony said all Giants fans can f themselves, um, 
you have 25 catches for 164 yards and one touchdown. Yeah. You suck at football. Yeah. Yo, also, what, what's he going to do with, like, that New York skyline he got tattooed on his back? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why he's so salty. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe you should have, like, stayed in New York for, like, a year or two before you got that giant <laughs> tattoo of it. But, hey, you know. Yeah, tattoo of a city he doesn't live in with a number he yeah. doesn't wear. Yeah. <laughs> So well, at least you don't have to look at that failure every day because it's on your back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, um, I just really wanted to uh, talk some trash about Kadarius Tony because uh, yeah, it's fine. I don't like that's the guy. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we, should we, should we talk a little saints next week or got anything else yeah. you want to hit on? No. Um, no, I think we hit all, all the major things. Um, yeah. It's uh, you know, people, still defending daniel jones is is hilarious now like these just pile on just people just like shut up get that out of here um but uh yeah look we can look to next week i guess can i tell you something uh really petty that i've been doing um since we started the bbu podboy z twitter i have written down every single handle of a person i got into an argument with um, mm-hmm. about they saying Daniel Jones is the franchise quarterback and the quarterback of the future. And as soon as he's not on the team, I'm going to add every single one of them and I'm going to laugh <laughs> you at you all. That's awesome. Yes. Because, yeah, we should. Yeah. Right, anyway, Saints, I mean, I, I I, think this is a totally winnable game. I don't know if Carr started, now. but I don't think there's a difference between Carr and Winston necessarily. Yeah. Other than like, Vincent has a better arm and makes worse decisions. I don't think one's better than the other. I, I, I think the Giants, you know, could easily win this game. And I, I think this is another reason why when I'm Talking about the draft position thing, I, I feel, you know, a little okay with, you know, yeah. that we're not going to have the number one or, two, one or two pick or whatever. But yeah, um, I think this is an easily winnable game. Um, I think the Rams as well is an easy winnable game, except that, you know, they've been playing pretty well. I do think yeah. the Giants defense, you know, is better than the defenses that they had been playing the last two weeks. I think yeah. the next two weeks are, 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 are up in the air 50-50, um, but definitely winnable. I, I, and I think it yeah. might happen. I, I agree. I think based on the past three weeks, um, how well the defense is playing and the seeming competence from, from time to veto that these games are winnable. I wouldn't say that they're easily winnable. Yeah. I think the saints might be a little bit easier uh, than the Rams right now, just because it seems the team absolutely hates Derek Carr um, and James Winston is James Winston, uh, but they are a more talented team. Certainly. Um sure. Yeah, and, and the Rams, again, have been playing good teams really hard. Um, so also, I think winnable. I think the Giants sometimes sometimes are, are good matchups against these these teams. Like, I wouldn't separate the Rams or the Saints far from the Packers as far as talent and ability to win. Agreed. So I just think when you have our defense doing what they're doing, Dexter Lawrence is healthy, Kayvon's getting pressure, we're locking down number one wide receivers, and then uh, – we have genius offensive schemes that are, you know, keeping keeping the other teams honest, basically, and we're not making turnovers, then we can win games. Um, you know, we have four games left. These two are are winnable, I'd say. I'd say because thank you, thanks to the Cowboys, the Eagles are gonna be playing, you know, hard the next two weeks or for, for for the every game they have against us. And those games aren't winnable. Um, for, I, you know, no matter I, what the struggles I'm are, sure, I'm not sure because the Eagles have not looked good. They lost two in a row. I want to see if the Eagles bounce back because if they have another bad game this week, I might be like, "There's like a 25 percent chance the Giants might be able to beat them." And if they do, 
that would be like a really nice icing on, on the cake, I think, to what was a bad season. Um, yeah. And especially one where like, you know, you're out of the out of the top pick conversation. Yeah. Um, I don't see why anyone would be upset about beating the Eagles, especially if we win against either the no, Saints or the Rams. It'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. I mean, that that that's like could be the funnest thing ever. But just because I hate Nick Sirianni so much. But I think what the Eagles have is monsters on their defensive line. And mm-hmm. that's the They're problem for us. Um, yeah. So, Fat um, Dom versus Tommy DeVito, Italian, <laughs> Italian fest. Let's yeah. just cancel the game and see who can eat more uh, more sausages. I think Fat Dom probably can. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. Um, yeah, no. I mean, I, now you know we're we're all in on making this a fun season, riding this hilarious train as far as it can go. It'd be nice, absolutely, um, to be competitive in these games. Um, essentially either way is a win at this point. Like if we lose helps our draft, if we win, it's more time of DeVito insanity. So yeah. um, I guess we're in a good spot somehow. Even being five and eight. Cause there's a uh, fun thing going on, you know, that's the whole yeah. point. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. It rarely is. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, we play the Eagles on Christmas. Is that correct? I believe so. Wow. What a what a thing. <laughs> what, a, what an insane well, I just, thing. You know, I feel bad for the players. Like, they got a whole waste of time. <laughs> Could be spending it with their families. Yeah, the team is the family, dude. Oh, La God. familia. La cosa nostra. This is uh, our thing. <laughs> Thank you for listening tonight, guys. Uh, please follow BB United. Facebook, X, Instagram. You can follow us, BBU Pod, Boys of the Z. And uh, we'll see you next week. Go Giants. Boshk.